Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children 18 plus, you are tuned in to the Lone Officer Podcast with me, Dustin Owen, and my main man, JC, John Coleman. T.O. was popping. A lot of shit's popping, JC. Like what? Well? Doesn't matter. Let me get this off my chest because I just feel the need to tell you. When's the last time you've been to a Costco? I've not been to Costco in years. The shopping experience at Costco is worse than Walmart. Get out of town. On Black Friday with buy one, get one free PS5s. Just put that out there. Okay. Nothing is worse than shopping at Walmart. Nope. Nope. Costco. Interesting. Horrible. And you would think it would be Sam's because Sam's is owned by Walmart, right? Right. right. I'm just going to throw it out there. Sam's Club, Costco, any wholesale environment. It's not like it was when we were kids. You walk around the aisles. Oh, look at all the space. Get a hot dog, chew some ice, walk around. No, it's horrible. Okay. All right. Note to self, don't go. You know that that reminds me of then. (laughs) Okay, good. (laughs) I saw this on Gwen Swain's page, right? So I follow Gwen Swain. She's a mega producer out of Boise, Idaho. She's like a $100 million plus producer. She's just a rock star. Mm -hmm. And she's really good at social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those people who listened to our previous episode, two episodes ago, about social media, I feel like Gwen Swain does social media excellent. Yeah, she knows what's going on. And she learned social media from Gwen Forsey, who I believe that we also pimped out on that show. Mm-hmm. I don't want anyone to get anything discombobulated thinking that JC and Dio are not about social media. Yeah. We have used social media to promote this platform. Grow, and, yeah. And yes, so don't get me wrong. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But Gwen had recently posted, and it's making me think about your Costco experience. Okay. She's talking about the housing market. Right. And she's like, y'all have it all twisted. Like, trying to buy a home in 2020 and 2021 mm-hmm. was like trying to go to to Walmart <laughs> on Black Friday when, when they have, you know, 10 PS3s for, for sale. Yeah. That's what it was like trying to buy a house. Y'all are freaking out. Home buyers are freaking out when all it is, it's Tuesday at Target. Right. Grab yourself a latte. Grab yourself a nice, clean, red cart. Right. And enjoy the shopping experience. Mm. You'll find some sales. You'll find some brand new items. The aisles will be clean. The people who are shopping with you will be clean. There will not be that many of them. You will not be fighting. Right for that one particular item, mm-hmm. and you won't have to make any concessions. Wow. Like this is the, the housing market. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, 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 I'm, I feel bad for you that Costco has you <laughs> all fired up, but yeah. yeah, I mean, but if, if you want to use JC's fieriness, right. which is rare, I love to see it 236 <laughs> episodes into this adventure that we're on. Um, but yeah, so shout out to Gwen and, and use her, like swipe and adapt when you're trying to explain the market. This is, this is not, a the sky's falling chicken little moment mm. now there is a the sky's falling chicken little moment something transpired today so today is friday it is june 24th mm-hmm. by the time you're listening to this it'll be tuesday june whatever four days from now <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's gonna be you gotta be june good at quick math Dustin. you gotta be good at quick math i'm never good with the with the Dates. calendars yeah, neither yeah. Long, never mind. um but but june 28th when you're when this drops on a tuesday a lot of our friends in this industry have just lost their jobs. And I know that we, we did an episode on this, and it's actually a banger because it did really well. Mm-hmm. But no, uh, FGMC just laid off 500-plus mortgage professionals. They are a national lender out of Texas. They have retail. They have correspondent. They have wholesale. And they were not equipped to survive 
everything that 2022 is going to bring at them. Hmm. Now, we're, we're anticipating this, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This is not, and it should not be catching anyone off guard, but it's definitely um, sucky for those 500 plus individuals because they have families and bills that are relying on them. They chose that company. They enjoyed working there. So as a industry, the good news is, is we should be able to absorb the majority of them. Now for some, maybe they're newer in the industry, maybe at the tail end of their career, and maybe this is going to be the um, sign that they needed that says, hey, you know what? It's been a great run. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's time to retire. Or you know what? I gave it my best, but maybe the mortgage industry isn't for me. And then for the rest, companies like Waterstone and like Cross Country and like Fairway and like Movement Mortgage and like Caliber Home Loans and like Prime Lending, because that's, a, that's a, another, um, uh, I won't say California, but Texas-based lender. Like, we'll be here with open arms offering people a, a safe place to work. But um, that is some new news. Like, that yeah. should just dropped today, which by the time you listen to this, it's going to be three or four days old. Mm -hmm. um, but that's transpiring. So I thought, let's go ahead and use today's episode because this is going to be posted towards the end of June. And mm -hmm. June marks the, we just had the summer solstice, right? So mm -hmm. that was the time that we saw the most sunlight, mm -hmm. right, in the Northern Hemisphere. Um, going forward, we're going to start working towards fall. Mm -hmm. And um, June marks six months. Our calendar, the best way I know it, is a 12-month calendar. Mm -hmm. So by the time we get to June 30th, you're halfway through the year. Yeah. So let's just do an episode and I don't know what we're going to title it, but I'm just going to let everyone know that what we're going to talk about is kind of a, a midway point in the year. Mm -hmm. What do we celebrate? What do we anticipate? What do we expect? What does the future look like? And let's use this content to motivate, to educate, mm -hmm. to inspire. Hopefully you and I will find some ways to entertain. And let's make content that can be shareable. Share this with your clients. Share this with your friends and family. Share this with your database of realtors. Share this amongst the office. Yeah. You know, a great place to, to, to like us is on YouTube, yeah. right? If you haven't done so already, please jump on YouTube and subscribe to our channel. By the time you're listening to this, we will have finally hit the elusive 10K, that John. That hag that you placed. That hag. <laughs> we're, we're, we're going to be there. So halfway through the year, yeah, I just came back from the Florida Mortgage Bankers Association conference. In fact, if you just tuned into the last episode, you saw me and Alex with Sales Boomerang mm -hmm. banging out a banger of an episode where we talked about the mortgage industry and technology. Mm -hmm. And I go to these events because it gives me valuable face time with attorneys, other regional VPs, title companies, um, wholesale lenders, retail lenders. Like it was a whole entire three-day event. We had Doug Duncan in town. He is the chief economist for Fannie Mae. We had Bob Brochman in town. He's the CEO of the Mortgage Bankers Association. Alex spoke, our buddy Steve Richmond, who's been on the show. He emceed an event. Like these conferences are legit. Mm -hmm. And one of my favorite was an economist from Zonda. Mm. Um, and I don't think she's an economist, but she works for Zonda. Mm. And Zonda is a major just research data analytic um, organization. Like mm. every major home builder subscribes to Zonda. Okay. And it was really cool to have this lady who presented for an hour show us the numbers of what to expect in housing. And it's everything that we've been preaching about on the show for well over two years now, which is, hey, guys and girls, 
Here we are midway through 2012. Go, or, Jesus Christ. 2022, preparing already for, two, for, for 2023. There's no housing bubble. Like there just isn't. Is there a recession? Yes, maybe. I don't know. Does it matter? Mm, kind of, but not really. Right? Like the big thing that I took away, especially for my listeners in Florida, here's, here's my um, 15 second synopsis on what she talked about the state of Florida, because this was a Florida event. Mm -hmm. It was basically like this. My words, not hers. Oh, you're in Florida? Pfft, you're good. Don't even worry about it. Don't even worry about it. Yeah, don't even worry about it. We're looking at your state. Your state's growing. People want to live there. Why do people want to live there? Because you don't have state income tax. Why? Because you have great weather. Why? Because a lot of people tend to prefer the way that, that, that your political system operates versus their political mm -hmm. system operates. I said not all, some. Yeah. Um, and oh, by the way, your industry is growing. What does it mean by your industry is growing? Well, when we look at cities like Jacksonville, like Tampa, like Orlando, you are actually on the top 10 in the technology sector. Hmm. Never before, like we went back 10 years ago, neither one of those three cities were, were even mentioned when you thought about technology. Yeah. We were always thought of as that's where you go for theme parks, that's Disney, where you go yeah, for good right. restaurants and hotels. And um, no, no, like higher paying jobs that require formal, usually four to six year education, if not eight year education, we're growing in those jobs. So Florida is good. Now nationally, there's gonna be some pockets you know, throughout the country where, you know, maybe the recession hits harder. There's gonna be some pockets where it is possible that um, home values could, if they were overvalued, come down. But if they came down, they wouldn't come down by more than 10%. So if you think about that, if nationally homes have, have increased by 30 to 50% over the past 30 months, and they turned around and came down 10. No, you're still up. You're still up 20, mm -hmm. right? Like you're still up 20. Um, now your homes might not appreciate at five to seven and 9% a clip in years like 2023, but that's all right. Cause you're playing the law of averages and in many markets, they still will. In many markets will still continue to go up four and 5%, just not 12 to 15%, which mm. is a good thing. And yes, mortgage rates are really high. Yeah. I mean, that's a relative term, yeah. right? I think, have you posted that link yet that I sent you on tloponline.com yet? Uh, I, I sent yeah. you the link. Mm -hmm. So is it up there? Mm -hmm. So like you can go to TLOP online right now and I think it's under industry links. Yeah, it says uh, Industry Insights are currently in the news. Currently in the news is a link to a website mm -hmm. where you can show yourself, you can show your borrowers, you can show your referral partners, your friends and family how mortgage interest rates today compare to where rates were the past three, four, five decades. It's mm -hmm. a really cool, easy to use um, tool mm -hmm. that is free to you, all you have to do is hop on the website. Yeah. And if you're not already a member, just become a member. We have two types of membership, freemium and premium. We're not pressing you to do the premium. I believe you can find that link on the, on the yeah, free. freemium. Yeah, you just go there. yeah so like um, leaving that conference, I kind of left thinking, okay, cool. Now we talked about technology all throughout the conference. Mm -hmm. And I think you did a clip really well said from Alex with Sales Boomerang which, and Alex is a technologist, yeah. like that's his background. He, he's only been to mortgage for five years. Yeah. He's been in technology for 15, 20 years. And, and Alex said, and I think he took it from his buddy, uh, Dave, Ram Dave Ramsey, Dave, Dave Savage. Savage. And it has something to go along the lines of loan officers will not be replaced by technology. Loan officers will be replaced by loan officers who leverage and use technology. Right. And so we talked a lot about that at the conference.
right? We talked about ways to become more profitable because the mortgage industry, this is the year that we, that we're being taught a hard lesson, right? It's kind of like that. I don't know if this ever happened to you, John, but it happened to several friends of mine, mm -hmm. several friends of mine in the good old days, they, um, didn't do well in school. Mm. Parents got their grades and the parents were like, uh-uh, ain't gonna work. Mm -hmm. So John, you wanna continue to get grades like that? You, you wanna continue to put in minimal effort in school? Cool, I have an idea. I'm gonna show you and teach you how to work hard physically because obviously your grades are pointing mm. you in direction where you're probably not gonna be able to go to college and you're probably not gonna be able to, to sustain a job that's gonna require you to use your brain uh, show up on time, be organized, be a creative thinker, right. et cetera, be a problem solver, et cetera. So, and my buddy Brooke just told the story at lunch today. His mom legit, when that happened, for 90 days, every day when he came home from school, he had to go dig a ditch for one hour in his backyard. Damn. Yeah, she said, look, if you're not gonna get, get good at school, you're gonna get good at manual labor because I'm not supporting you. Right. So when you're 18, I need you to be able to understand, like, this is what you have to do. You have to be physically strong enough to go out and do that. Right. So that's a similar lesson to the, what the mortgage industry is going to be learning or is learning. It, we got to get good again. We got to get good at running a profitable business. Hmm. Like, and this is everyone. Like, th this makes me think of that episode we did in the early years with, with, with Louis Valsain. Shout when, out Louis. when he talked about being an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. I'm talking if you're the first person, that the last person hired, and you're hired to be the assistant to the assistant, and they have you working the phones and greeting the UPS driver and the DoorDash driver. Yeah. Okay, you need to be thinking about a way that you can bring value to your organization. Processors, underwriters, closers. What can you do? to help your organization streamline their processes? How can you close more files in less time mm -hmm. and not require any overtime so that you can become more productive and you can help your, your company's bottom line? Mm -hmm. Loan officers, the same thing, like over and over. Like that was a big message coming out of, out of this conference. It was technology, it was co consumer experience, it was profitability. Right. Those are gonna be able to make it, those are not gonna be able to make it. It's funny, I was sitting around a table at a happy hour. Shout out to National MI and all of our friends over there, like literally hung out with Mil Millen, Wreck-It Ralph. Wreck-It Ralph. Try to get Wreck-It Ralph. Wreck Ralph on the show. Um, our buddy Mark Evans, yeah. Courtney Keaton. By the way, she's not related to Michael Keaton, although I kept on asking her if she was. <laughs> um, I'm sure I'm leaving someone out, but uh, Robert, um, they, they throw one of the best parties at the Florida NBA. So I'm sitting around a table and you know, it's, you're talking shop when you go to these events, right. Uh -huh. right? Like that's why I go. That's why my wife doesn't go. My wife's like, yeah, you go. Cause I don't want you to come home and talk shop. Right. So we're sitting around, we're talking shop and there's like four of us. We all do about the same thing. We all run some form of production in an independent mortgage bank or a mortgage banker. And we're talking about, oh yeah, great opportunities. Oh yeah. Our company's profitable. Oh yeah. This is the best growth we've, we've seen, which by the way, I a thousand percent, especially after leaving, leaving this conference, mm -hmm. 2022 is going to be, we're six months into the year. We got six months to go is going to be the best year we have seen for growth. Whether you're a loan officer, whether you're the president of the company or somewhere in between for those of us that have the right business model who are profitable, mm -hmm. this is going to be the best opportunity. If you are a regional manager, and unfortunately, something like the FGMC goes down, 
you now have that many displaced loan originators and branch managers and regional managers that if they're attracted to you and they're in, in your values align with their values, you now have an opportunity mm -hmm. to provide comfort and security to someone who's displaced. Those opportunities weren't happening in the previous two years. Mm -hmm. um, if you're a loan officer and a, another loan originator gets out of the business because it became too hard, because it, they became too tired, because they gave up, they have realtors and builders that they currently are in relationship with. They are now orphaned. You now have that opportunity. If you're out there making your sales calls and you're networking and you're attending the, the various happy hours and industry functions, yep. and you're letting it known that you're, you're hungry and aggressive and you're looking to bring value, this market right now is going to bring you the best opportunity as people get out of the business, right? Because this FGMOC thing, FGMOC, FGMC thing, it's real. And this is the first major player. It's not the last. Mark my words. You think it's the first domino to fall? The, the, yes. The, um... Yes. Yes. This is going to be a major year. It's not going to be a 2008. It's going to be a major year for failures and forced mergers and acquisitions. Mm. Forced meant I have two choices. Shut, shut down or hurriedly find someone to acquire me or to merge with me. Hmm. Like even if it means I'm selling them my assets on pennies on the dollar if I'm the owner of that company. Hmm. And um, so anyhow, back in my story, we were sitting around as four of us and I won't name the other three, but we we're all like, oh yeah, oh yeah, not us, not this, not that. And uh, cause we all are like, you know, salivating at the opportunity, both hmm. as loan officers to go out there and, and build new relationships as well as, as leaders looking to provide stable, employment and mm -hmm. career opportunities to displace mortgage professionals. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. One of us might not be here. Mm. Like I was kind of joking when like, mm -hmm. like, and they're all looking around, ha ha, all right, Dio, not me, not me. And then for me, <laughs> knock on wood on jinxes, but I was like, well, the good thing for me is I actually work for a, a publicly traded company mm. or our parents publicly traded. I said, so y'all can just Google what our earnings were. I'm pretty confident it's not me. Right. Like I'm pretty confident after looking at Q1 earnings, yeah. it's not going to be us. Nice. Um, sure. But I'm like, Y'all are private. I can't see your, mm. um, but yeah. So, um, so that's kind of like a mid year, like what's going on. Right. Uh, I don't think anyone anticipated rates to shoot up the way they did. We knew that they were going to become uh, more expensive, but, but they did shoot up. Um, here we are in June going into July, second half of 2022. We will see interest rates come back down. It's just not going to happen until probably October. Mm. I think we end the year. If we're at six, six and a quarter today, we end the year at five, five and a quarter still up from three and a half. I mean, mm -hmm. right, we're still up tremendously from where we were a year ago at this time. But right. um, I, I think we see that. I don't think we see home values plummet. I think we see home values start to plateau. Um, and I think that's a good thing for home buyers. Let, let, like, like, let's think about that. If you are a home buyer, kind of like what Gwen Swain was talking about on her particular Facebook post, and you were trying to shop during Black Friday, that's not fun. Yeah. You can't get deals. You get trampled on. Yeah. Some people lose their lives during that. Like it's crazy. Fist fights. Like yeah. I've seen all the TikToks and all the Instagram reels. Yeah. Um. So when when you think about as a buyer, what does this mean now? Well, oh, if I go into a normal market, oh, it's a normal market. Y'all, 2020 wasn't normal. 2021 wasn't normal, and no part of 2022 has been normal. We are normalizing. That's the word. We're normalizing. Mm. 
homes should take 30 days or 45 days to sell. We should have four or five months worth of inventory. We don't even have three right now. We should have four or five. Six was always deemed normal. So even at four or five, the pendulum still swings a little bit to the seller side of things. But you should be able to go out there and have choices. I should be able to go see a home today and be like, eh, I think I liked it, but it was a little bit small. Let me go look at two more and come back. Right? I should be able to do that. That's like a normal thing to do. It was abnormal to go see a home and be like, I don't even know if I like this thing, but I might as well make an offer. Yeah. I'm one of seven people. Yeah. I'm one of 17. Yeah. Maybe I should offer $20,000 over appraised value. Maybe I should think about waiving my inspection and my appraisal. Maybe I should think about selling the or paying the seller's closing cost. Like, that's stupid. Yeah. That's Black Friday shopping. We don't want to Black Friday shop. Yeah. Right? No, we, we, we want to shop at Target Tuesday with a latte in our hand. Yeah. Um, so I think it should be celebrated as we go into the back half of 2022. Let's celebrate that our buyers get to have this type of shopping experience where maybe they can negotiate. The seller contributes towards my closing costs. Wow, novel concept. Hey, John, I'm willing to pay you full ask, but I'm going to want you to kick back 3% of that sales price to cover my closing costs. Basically, it'd be like me saying, hey, John, I'm, I'm offering you 97% of your ask. Mm -hmm. I think getting 97% of my ask is pretty, pretty freaking good. Mm -hmm. Um, I should be able to go look at properties. I should be able to get an inspection. I should have, I shouldn't have to pay more than a price value. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I think that part should be celebrated. Here's something else. Um, and I'll shut up if you want me to, if you have any questions, just kind of raise your hand. Um, <laughs> yes, and, professor. And let me know. Yeah, yeah, no, you got it. I saw this on, um, on all, all over, all over social media. Um, Marry the house, not the rate. Mm -hmm. Marry the house, not the rate. And I loved it. I like, I was liking all of it. Like, uh, like, like, uh, like, 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 like. By the way, I still never called one of those people to ask them to do a loan with me or for me. <laughs> right? right? Like, all I did is like their stuff. Yeah. Could I tell you who posted it? Mm, probably no, not. Yeah, right. Probably not. Mm -hmm. Yep, I just saw it. I liked it. I moved on. Keep it moving. Um, But shout out to Gwen again. Mm -hmm. She comes back after like a week of this because everyone, this thing has gone viral and everyone's sharing it, right? Mm -hmm. In their own swipe and adapt type way. And she was like, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with uh, marry the house, not the rate. I was like, oh, where's she going with this? And she basically, my word's not hers because I'm going to swipe and adapt now. But, you know, to her, the house is one stop on this adventure we call life. It's one of the destinations. So you definitely date the rate, they're 100%. Mm -hmm. The rate you get today is the rate that we needed to get your loan approved. We will every year look for a better loan product for you and a better interest rate. So we're dating, this is not a serious mm -hmm. relationship. Mm -hmm. but, if the, but if you're comfortable with the payment and it gets you into the home that you wanna own, let's go with it. We're gonna get it locked in and if and when rates get better, which by the way, my guess would be 12 to 18 months from now, they're going to get better. Like I've already thrown it out there. I think in six months, they may mm -hmm. be getting better, but I'm saying like possibly back into the fours in 12 to 18 months, let's go ahead and get you whatever loan works best for you today that you qualify for. That's the whole date, the rate, mm -hmm. but marry the home. And I agree with Gwen. Marriage is kind of a real deal for everything for most people, mm -hmm. for 50% of the people, yeah. right? So I don't think we marry homes 
I think we lease in a in a in a mm-hmm. in a in a way homes like not at least like oh my god rent it because people do do that as well. Right. But it's it's just more of a it's a destination, mm-hmm. right? It's like no, this is my home for now. So when I even look at the house, I need to look at the house itself. Is does it fit into where I am in the season of life that I'm living? My first house on Bubbling Brook, it fit what I needed. I purchased that home in 2004. It was the first home that I ever purchased. I had a baby on the way. Well, I didn't, but my wife did. Um, And I agreed to help raise my child, so we (laughs) did, I guess. We had a baby on the way. It was 1,400 square feet. It was three-bedroom, two-and-a-half bath with a nice backyard for our big dog. It worked for us until it didn't. Mm-hmm. Baby two came on, came along the way, and then my oldest kid would, was going into kindergarten, and we said, you know what? We want that forever neighborhood. And by the way, forever for us was literally a 12 to 15 year decision. Forever meant we could raise our children mm-hmm. there until they went off to college. Yeah. So we purchased that home 11, 12 years ago. and. That home is going to fit our need for approximately 16 years. That's the season we're in. So the first season was newlyweds with a baby on the way, or it could be young professional. The second season was this is my second home. This is where I'm going to raise my family. Mm-hmm. The third season is going to be empty nesters. The fourth season is going to be retirement. Mm-hmm. So at least in my life stand, at a minimum, I'm going to own four homes. So I don't. So to Gwen's point, and I agree with Gwen. I don't even think that we marry the house. Yeah, I think we kind of, I don't even know what you call it, borrow it? You know, to me, it's an adventure. So this is just one of my destinations. Kind of like when I graduated college, my girlfriend at the time, she's now my wife, we backpacked Europe. It was a 30, no, 23-day adventure, Mm -hmm. right? We went to London, London to Paris, Paris to Barcelona, Barcelona to Geneva, Switzerland, Geneva, Switzerland to Berlin, Berlin to Amsterdam, Amsterdam back to... London, and then home. Mm-hmm. To me, buying a home is a similar adventure, right? So even when you're making your decision based on financing, not only are you dating the rate, but you're not even really marrying the house. Mm-hmm. So that's something that as we go into 2022 and we're, and we're either the home buyer and you're listening in because someone forwarded you this, thank you. Mm-hmm. By the way, we have 230 other episodes, some of them just as good as this, some better. Um, but... Yeah, it's like these are certain things that we definitely want to have people like consider mm-hmm. when when they're going into it. Um, but like as an originator, once we can get through the gut punch, kick to the balls of having the rug pulled from underneath us, right? The rug was rates went from three to six, like overnight. Now it's time to start embracing this old normal. Let's get away from new normal. It's called the old normal. The normal. This is what it was like in 2013, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. Like, like this, this is what we're in. 2020 wasn't normal. 2021 wasn't normal. No part of this year has been normal, but we're trying really hard Mm -hmm. to get there, right? But that pendulum is swinging back into the right direction. And then it's going to settle in. What we have to do, and this is, is specifically for, for, Realtors, specifically for for home sellers, specifically for mortgage loan originators. If we want to thrive in this old normal, Mm -hmm. we have to go out and find people who don't remember 
the old new normal, right? Who, who are people who don't really remember 2020, 2021? Do you have an idea? People who haven't never bought a house. People who have never bought a house before. I don't yes. know how it's supposed to go. Is this how it always is? I don't know. Yeah. This is my first time, so I guess it's supposed to be like this. Yes. Mm-hmm. That That's exactly what we have to do. And the good news is, is the largest population boom that had happened since the baby boomers, right? Baby boomers were people born for the most part in the late 40s, all, or mid 40s, all the way through like late 50s was the, 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 the next biggest or maybe even bigger was the millennial generation. These folks are all starting to turn 33, 34, 35, 36 years old. That is the average age of a first-time home buyer. So these are the people that they don't know that rates aren't supposed to be six and a half. Yeah, that's all they know. Yeah, yeah. They don't don't know that a $2,400 a month payment is ghastly to someone who was raised in the 90s and graduated <laughs> college in the early 2000s. Yeah, good point. You know, all they know is that, look, to go rent an apartment is 2100 bucks a month. Got to live with it. That's just the way yeah, it that's is. Yeah, that's just, that's what I know. Yeah. It's, you know, it's yeah, literally, it's all I know. Right. Um, kind of like, you know, the kid like me born with no teeth. What's it like having no teeth, Theo? I don't know. <laughs> I only know what it's like to wear a prosthetic starting in first grade. Right. You know, the guy born with, with, with one arm. What's like it doesn't know the difference. Mm. So it's our job as marketeers and, and self promoters and advertising men and women. Let's get out there and let's find and embrace and educate and build trustful relationships with those that this is the market that they know and let us be the ones who teach them. And then let's guide them. Let's answer their questions. Let's help them get approved and let's keep on moving forward. Well said, Dio. Yeah, how are we doing on time right now, John? I don't know, probably 30-something minutes, 35 minutes, 36 minutes. I don't know. Does it matter? Um, I mean, not really. Right? So I mean, it. I kind of I know the two guys who, who run the joint around here. <laughs> right? I mean, if... if, if I do have a, me, I have a question. Yeah. Say I'm a loan originator and it's halfway through the year as it is now, and I'm doing kind of a self-audit because this kind of piqued my interest, and I realize a lot of the goals I set for myself, I am either not close to attaining or I just should, I just haven't really started yet. And I kind of want to get back on the horse. Do you have any advice for that? Like looking back, if I'm kind of doing a mid-year audit and I'm like, damn, those goals I set in January. Yeah. The best place and the best time to start anything is right here and right now. So just, just get started. Don't overthink it. Like Nike said it best, just do it. Like just do it. And if you need help, go read Atomic Habits. I mean, I'm, I'm rereading Atomic Habits right now, right? We did the, the T-Lop Blitz. Mm-hmm. So, you know, shout out to, to the crew that has signed on to be a part of the first ever Lone Officer Podcast Blitz Summer Coaching Program. Yeah. And um, a homework assignment was we're going to read 10 pages a night, every single night. No, you don't have to read 10 pages, read 70 pages a week, but whatever. Yeah. Um, and I think if you open up that book, it would help you. Like for me, I then subscribed to James Clear's weekly publication. And it's funny you asked me that question because this wasn't prepped and wasn't rehearsed, but um, one of the quotes in his weekly email publication had something to do with timing and awesome. And it was something along the, the lines of um, awesome things often take more time than you anticipate. So I, I just think that you know, regardless of where you are, it's more about where you're going, right? Obviously, you picked up and you could learn from a couple things from the past, but you need to focus on where you're going and you can only focus on your activity. So you can ask yourself, what did I do today to make the phone ring? Period. End of story. That's it. If when you're in sales, 
When you are in sales, what did I do today to make the phone ring? What did I do today to procure a lead? Nothing else is more important than that. Nothing. Everything else that you would have said that, that, that doesn't amount to you generating a lead is second. It's what you do after hours. It's what you do nights and weekends. It's what you do after you've done the activity. So I think that's, that's what you asked yourself. Uh, Mike Williams, he's a friend of the show, yeah. right? He's been on the show. He's a mega producer. He's, he's a, a up and coming rock star, rookie LO who's crushing it. Mike reached out to me. He's like, Hey Dio, last year I did 35 million in volume. What do you think I'll do the next 12 months? Guess what my answer was? 70. No, <laughs> 35 million, oh. 35 million, Mike. I knew what he was fishing for. He's fishing like for 18 or 16. I'm like, no, 35 million at a minimum. He should be doing 35 million. He's still in growth mode. He is still honing his craft. He is still out there increasing his network. Mm -hmm. He's creating a past client database that he can then market to, especially if we roll out some kind of a technology like sales boomerang, that's, it would help mm -hmm. him stay in front of all leads, not just the ones that he closed, but the ones that, that he generated, but he hasn't closed yet. Yeah. Right? So I don't, I don't foresee your volume going down. Now there's many whose volume went down because they were so heavily refinanced in 2020 and 2021. Well, that was fake volume. Like that wasn't real. That was fake. Okay. I mean, it was real cause you really closed it and you really got paid yeah. and there's a whole lot of work, I'm sure, mm -hmm. but it wasn't normal. It wasn't, um, like just, it was like irrational exuberance is, yeah. is what I would call it. But someone like Mike, I know his his book of business. It was already 75 or 80% purchase. He is in growth mode. Home values are still going up, which means his average loan size is going up. So I would be just absolutely dumbfuddled, if that's even a word, if he didn't do 35 million again. And I like your answer, 70. Yeah, he very well could do 70. Realistically, I think 40, um, but I wouldn't think it would be less than 35. Hmm. I think we get through these summer months I think we we get into third quarter. I think everyone catches their breath, consumers alike, and um, we kind of get back to I hate using this word, but normal. Mm -hmm. And and we stay positive. We look for growth opportunities. We can control what we can control, which is typically our effort, and and we get at it. But that would be I don't know what we're going to title this episode, but <laughs> this is like a mid midsummer check-in mid, oh, yeah not, no not summer check-in like mid mid-year oh mid-year yes yeah, like a mid-year uh, mid review mid-year review this is a mid-year review yeah yeah keep on plugging along keep on subscribing and tuning in and giving us things like five-star reviews and sharing us with anyone and everyone that you think would benefit from this yep i was at the 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 florida mortgage bankers association conference and someone was very um complimentary of our podcast, which I appreciate. Oh, by the way, I got those out there. Um, although the people who have made it this far, yeah. it doesn't apply to you, yeah. but y'all can still help me. Do you know how many people, whether I was at the NBA in Washington, DC, or I'm at an NBA conference in the state of Florida mm -hmm. and they walk up and they're like, Oh, I love your podcast. I'm like, gosh, thank you so much. It means a lot that you watch it, right. which it does. It really does. It's what John and I use to keep us going. Mm -hmm. And, I ask, I go, so what are you watching on? Oh, I watched it on LinkedIn. Right. And I'm like. You do know, sir, that there are. Yeah, go ahead, John. No, no, go ahead. I'm going to let you know. I'm, not gonna... I'm like, 
I appreciate the fact that you watch it on LinkedIn, but please know LinkedIn is nothing more than teasers. LinkedIn is nothing more mm -hmm. than promo clips. Mm -hmm. Like if you watched a three, a five, or a seven minute, sometimes only a 30 second clip, mm -hmm. that was from a 40 minute episode mm -hmm. that was probably loaded with tie downs and takeaways. Yeah. Lots of content. Hundreds of hours. Hundreds of hours of learning opportunities. We maybe even you missed out on a couple good laughs. Yeah, one or two or three or thousands. Yes, mm -hmm. we may have even made you cringe a little bit. Uh, probably. Yes, but like I'm humbled mm -hmm. and I'm honored that people are like, I love what you're doing. Mm -hmm. But then I'm like, oh my gosh, but you're only watching us on LinkedIn. That's cool because now we get to when we get to 10K, now we can upgrade our camera equipment so it'll never go to a title screen, title slate again. But that still won't help them on LinkedIn because LinkedIn only lets us put 10-minute clips hey, up there. Hey, it's going to make us 1% better, Dustin, and that's all we can ask for. John, you are 100% correct. It will make us 1% better, and that is all that we can ask for. But I would like to find a way for those people who love what we're doing on LinkedIn. I can only imagine you would love it more if you watched an entire episode on YouTube or you listened to an entire episode on Spotify or you Apple. listened Just to go it to the on, website. on Apple. Just go to the website and get lost. Or there you go, John. Do this. Go to the website and get lost. The website is T-L-O-P online. T-L-O-P He's John Coleman. I'm Dustin Owen. This was a mid-year check-in moment, 2022. Y'all keep grinding. Keep doing your thing. Blinders on, head down. Be nice. Check us out. That's all the time we have for you today, but we'll catch you in the next episode. Peace.